need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. So excited to have you back, Boo Crew and AMQ. I was like, <laughs> you're really excited to have me back? From where? You're, you're like a BOGO deal. You're buy one, get one. So everyone, every, so you're always included in it. Where did I go? You're always here. Yeah, exactly. But hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So we have actually, this is going to be a jam-packed episode. We have mm-hmm. some... I got you boo housekeeping that we're going to talk about later on. Um, but we have a very special guest today. We love a boss ass babe, boss ass babe moments. Yep. AMQ, tell us who we got. We're going to dive right in. Insert splash. Balls deep. (laughs) Gross. Gross. All right. We have, I mean, you know, we could just let her introduce yourself really, but we have Mercedes Burroughs. So she's somebody that I've known for a long, a long time. We used to work together and became friends in the process and just stayed in touch. And she is, we're going to give her the chance to just explain it all. But basically she is launching an incredible swimwear line that is so in line with everything that we at I got you boo just believe in and we're so excited about it and everything that's already been put out there is just so empowering and inclusive and we love that. We just love that. So we're super excited for her to tell us about it. I don't want to I don't want to take that spotlight away from her so I'll let her do it. First, I know you always come up with hilarious fun would you rather's for our guests? So I want to see what you came up with because apparently it's like tailored to Mercedes. So let's do this. <laughs> okay, it's tailored. It's tailored to like the bathing suit life. Okay, fine. So All right, or, or lack thereof. That's a hint. Would you rather? What? The only beaches you can go to for the rest of your life are jam-packed nude beaches. Okay, or. Lose your bathing suit in the ocean on a family vacation. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Nude beaches for the rest of my life. (laughs) I I have three brothers. I do not know. (laughs) No. (laughs) When in doubt, tits out. (laughs) We have one of those. We have like a really great nude beach on our island in Toronto. And it's just what? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for my bachelorette, <laughs> so no, okay, no, not, not my bachelorette, my bridal shower. I was what? like, yeah, yeah. So I knew that my friends, bless them, you're gonna be listening. I love you so much, but you suck at planning things. So they <laughs> planned the worst bridal shower of all time. Okay, the worst. And I knew that it was gonna be terrible. So I planned a like follow up. <laughs> so it was like a bridal brunch, and it was from like eleven to three. And at three thirty, I had a like boat waiting for us at the dock. <laughs> Wait, wait, hold the actual. This is the most enneagram A or enneagram eight shit I have heard in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, I knew First they were going to suck. I knew it. But why? Why would they have sucked? Because they're just not those types of bridesmaids, okay? 
They just savage. They're just they they know they sucked. I asked them to do bless their souls. They're gonna listen. But I asked them, they know they did this. I was like, you know what I want to do? I just want a camping themed bridal shower. Okay. Go to the dollar store, get some picnic table, like you know, the like checker tablecloths, some red solo cups. Let's make some s'mores. Got a little like get little like sliders and we're good to go. Like we're camping. I get to the room that they rented and there was like Eiffel Tower statues, bagels. There were like mimosas. There Where was does like, this have to do with the mood? I want to get to the nude. Exactly. Party. Well, you asked. I got, I, I'm just I telling know. you, I'm Sorry. not a bad person. I'm just letting you know that they sucked at planning. So then because I knew it was probably not going to be the best, I had like an all, you know, a plan B. Okay. So I called it bride to beach day instead of because of bride to be. Get it? <laughs> Funny. Okay. So then I made this private event. But I only invited my guy friends and my gay best friend, who's also, who's also the officiant at our wedding, planned it all. So we had this boat waiting in the, in the pier. So we left and I didn't invite any of the people who came to my actual br- my bridal brunch. <laughs> it was just my guy friends. And we got there and it was at the nude beach. And it was literally the best time ever. Like I was the only clothed person there because everybody, it's mostly like, men, gay men at this, at this nude beach. And it was hilarious because it was just me and like a few girls were all fully clothed and we're just walking around and everybody's naked. There's dongs everywhere. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my God. A beach full of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of dicks. So many. Nothing says happy wedding shower, like a beach full of dicks. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, you're welcome, you're welcome for story time. When you said nude wow. beach, it's like the best memory ever. So I had to say it. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I love Hanlon's. Right. We were there last night. Yeah. Hanlon's <laughs> is the best. It's the best. So good. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know it was just right there for you all. That's fantastic. <laughs> you yeah. have to take a ferry, but it's- You have to take a ferry, but you know, it's- I imagine they make now. it just a little bit difficult to like- <laughs> make you just jump through like a couple hoops so that way it's not like <laughs> seven-year-olds walking down the beach to be like I'm gonna collect seashells and sea balls <laughs> fantastic <laughs> so let's speaking of diving right in see how that see that transition there <laughs> Mercedes we want to hear more about you who is Mercedes Burroughs tell us a bit about you boo So I am 25 years old from Northern Ontario. I went to school for marketing and I've always known I was going to run a business. I've got a really big heart. I care for people like crazy. And I've always known that I wanted to do something that would be impactful and that would let me use the privilege that I've been given to make a difference in this world and I'm fun. I have a dog. I have a little dog named Levi. I'm loud. I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm funny, but. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) My mom says it. (laughs) My mom says I'm funny, so I can put that into that category. (laughs) It's so good. All right. So we're going to get into a little bit more about this whole business thing too, but you mentioned this, you just mentioned this and what you said that you want to be using your privilege to make a difference in the world. And I'm really glad you said that because you've recently started doing a lot of work in the body confidence space leading up to the launch of your swimwear line. What prompted that? 
So actually back in December, um, my stepmom and dad gave me a sweater from Sarah Nicole Landry's The Burnett Collection. And I had never seen or heard of Sarah before that. And I remember going onto her page and just the overwhelming sense of like belonging and and realness and vulnerability and acceptance and forgiveness. It, it was just, it was crazy. And it was like this fast portal. Like I had met, like I've not met her, but I'd been introduced to Sarah and then been introduced to her network on Instagram. And then it was BODCON and BODCON was like, oh my gosh, this is the best day in the world. And then you guys launched your pod. So I was like, I was just getting hit with it from all angles. Thank God. Cause I, I needed it. And that really helped me, you know, build the brand that we're launching on Tuesday. Ah. And, um, and yeah, so finding that community and finding that there are so many people out there who are working to change the standards of beauty. I was like, I need to be in this. Like, I, I don't want to take away from the movement that's happening, but I want to amplify the voices of those who are in this movement. It was just kind of like the first time in my life I'd found my purpose. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's such a beautiful answer. Hey, Getting so all nice. in my feels. Yeah. Especially because like talk like hey universe, it's like, hey, we're gonna introduce you to this, to this platform and this network. Okay, so you're into it. Cool. Now we're gonna smack you with some more. <laughs> so that way it's like <laughs> Okay, I get it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I hear you, boo. I got it. Thanks, universe. I hear you. He's literally like shaking me like, you need to look more into this. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm doing it. So speaking of that, so Sonder Swim is the name of this beautiful new company. It's biodegradable, ethically made, size inclusive swimwear, which is just, I hear actual angels singing because bathing suits <laughs> to fit my body have been the, whatever you want to call it, kryptonite of my being growing like through life. So can you please share more about how this came to be? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe I'm telling you guys this on the podcast. I don't think I've even told y'all this yet. I know. So, so I've always wanted to do a swimmer line. Okay. I, back when I quit my last like corporate job, I was like, I'm going to work for myself. And I wanted to do a swimmer line, but I was drop shipping, which is mm. you're ordering stuff off Alibaba or AliExpress, and then you're sending it to people. And I wanted to do swimsuits, but I didn't like that. They didn't have swimsuits all the way from extra small to three XL, six XL, like, and I didn't want to create a swimwear line that had a plus size section because mm. I don't want my girls to feel like they can't shop in the regular, for lack of a better term, section. So I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to have different bikinis for my girls to wear. Like, I'm going to wait until I have something that I can do extra small all the way up. And then, oh my gosh, okay. So in December, we went away on vacation with my family and my boyfriend. And midweek... I broke up with my boyfriend on vacation. And then we had to come back. <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. It gets worse. We oh. came back and we had to quarantine together because <gasps> of COVID. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Ooh, this is the best girl <laughs> talk. I mean, it's not the best. I because- can't believe I didn't know this. This is amazing. <laughs> so. 
And then the government's saying, like, people can only leave for essential travel. So I've just broken up with my boyfriend. It's over the Christmas break, too, right? So we're spending Christmas together, and we're separated, and we're, like, living in the house with all of my family, all of my brothers, and, oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. I need something to distract me. And if the government's going to say we can only leave for essential travel, best be making an essential travel company right about now. So, and I, and I had just been introduced to Sarah like two weeks before I was like throwing myself into this community. And I said, I'm, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right and, and it, it, the universe was just so good to me. Like, it was like, here's biodegradable, like, s- supplier made by women, ethically made, part of the fashion revolution movement. Like, poof. Like, it just appeared out of nowhere. So amazing. And and then, and and now we're here, which is crazy. But yeah, that was six months ago. And that was, it was like, I threw myself into it to, like, avoid having to deal with the awkwardness that was in my house. And I wanted to become, I was like, let's profit off this. We could become TikTok famous off this. This is funny. And my brothers were like, you're so toxic. I was like, no, this is hilarious. Like we got to, but I laugh through the pain. I'm, I'm, I'm like a humor avoidance style. So, yeah. so, so yeah, that is actually how the birth of Saunderswim came to be. Oh my gosh. That is an amazing story. That is an that amazing is such story. Such a good story. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. That was not even the answer I was anticipating, but I'm glad that that was the answer. <laughs> Essential travel. Talk about the push, though. Oh, yeah. Like, but again, although it's like, it's hilarious and it sounds like something that would be in like an old school Cosmo <laughs> article <laughs> of like most of my, like, tell me your craziest breakup story. I started a business. But like, Again, though, it's like, okay, this is going to be my, this is my window of opportunity, right? And you just jumped without a parachute. We're going to figure out how to land, right? Literally. I was like, okay, oh we're just doing it. It's happening. Let's go. We can very oh much relate gosh. to that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can very much relate to that. Well, okay. I guess this oh is it. Gosh. We're doing this now. Oh. That's awesome. That's such a great story. I can't wait for oh you to gosh. tell that story forever. <laughs> okay, so why the name Saunders Swim? So back in, and, and like funny universe just aligns, but back in November, I don't know where or why or how I was thinking about it. Like I have no memory of this time, but I was looking through words that had to do with travel, which I didn't really find any that I loved. And then I was just looking through like weird words, like unique words that people don't really use. And I saw Sonder. And the meaning of Sonder is the realization that everybody's living a life as complex as your own. And it took me back. And I thought of all the times as a kid that I was bullied. I thought of all the times that I've seen people make comments on the internet. And I've thought if everybody knew the definition of that word and fully understand what that meant, then maybe people would think twice about that sarcastic comment or about picking on someone for the way that they looked. I want our brand to not focus on the way you look in your swimsuit. I want it to be focusing on how you feel. 
I want you to put that suit on and feel like you belong, feel like you're accepted, feel like there's a community of people rooting for you to go out and wear that swimsuit because you deserve it. And and we see it in all sizes. You know, people wearing a swimsuit is a scary thing for a lot of women. And I want to focus on the story of the person who's wearing it. Our bodies are just the vessels that hold who we are. And and on the inside, we're amazing. But we're amazing people who like to go to the beach. (laughs) So I really, through through this whole brand, like I just want to focus on the stories of people and the make that moments where you realize that we're all just really living we're all living difficult lives nobody's out here having an easy easy life and that little bit of compassion and grace and that thought that word in your head might make you change how you speak to someone or try to make someone feel Mm. wow (laughs) let that sink in for a second right (laughs) that's amazing such a cool word, like such an interest. It's true, right? I'd never, I'd never heard the word until you told me you were launching the swimwear line. And Becca always says that I say weird words. So for <laughs> me not to know. Aim to is a walking dictionary is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sometimes I try, I think that's just Canadian terms. And she's like, no, that's like, that's, that's just a word. I was like, oh my God, what does that mean in Canada? And you're like, no, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> the dictionary. <laughs> oh my gosh. She has to have a thesaurus. You should get like a, a handheld thesaurus to just whip out so that you can say the same word, but in a different way. Or I just need to start teaching high school English instead of fourth grade English. And maybe I'd be able to understand, <laughs> understand what's happening. Oh my goodness. Oh. So what made you want to become a business owner in the first place? I've always, I've, even as a teenager, I'm pretty sure I wanted my own. I've always said, even when I was a kid, I said I was going to be a millionaire. I always say, mom, don't worry. Like, I'm going to be a millionaire. You don't need to worry. I'm going to retire you. Like, don't worry, mom, I got you. I had a, my last like corporate job was terrible. And I had horrible managers. The environment was really toxic. You know, it was one of those like young places where everybody like slept with each other and managers lived with each other. And I, you know, we're very, we know which exactly we did that this together. This is another one. This is a different place. So this is like, this is like a Bravo TV or an MTV show, but in real life. Yeah. So it just, and, and I get it like young workplace that happens. Um, but from that experience, I, and I've had lots of experience with terrible bosses, not terrible bosses, but just bosses that weren't looking for the same kind of vision that I was looking for. And me, like I'm thirsty to succeed. So if I don't have that kind of support system in place, I don't do well. Like it was at the point where I was crying at work and like, I don't ever Mm -hmm. cry at work. That's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm like an embarrassed crier. So it was awful. (laughs) But when I left that, I said, I'm going to work for myself. I took about four months off and I just learned everything I had to learn about drop shipping. And I was finishing school at the time and, and then COVID hit. So it was like, oh my gosh. But I learned 
everything I needed to learn about dropshipping. And my vision was to have a company where my employees come to work motivated. They come to work happy. They they have a good work-life balance. They they're paid really well because people who are paid well, like I don't want my employees taking loans out so that they can go do regular life stuff because I'm profiting off of them. And I like, I'm not a control freak, but like, I like to, I like to have things, you know, my way. And I love marketing. I went to school for marketing. So just all of those combined, I've kind of always known that I was going to be my own I was going to have my own business. And then it took like my last corporate job to be like, no, you know what? You, this is what you need to do. And, and you had that thought for a reason. So go for it. Mm. I think it's really important to highlight the fact that I met Mercedes and she was a teenager. And even back then I was shook because there, there's just certain qualities in people. And I know age is just a number. And I've learned that obviously over the years, because I feel a heck of a lot younger than I am, but there's just, there was something about her that, that was like, she was never like, Oh, I'm holier than thou, but she definitely wasn't running at the same pace as everybody in her class. Right. And it was really cool to see that. And then I got the opportunity to work with her and it was the same thing, like in our workplace, like she was amongst, she was the youngest at a, at a point and you would have never been able to tell. And I think that that's really, those are the small things that set you apart. So I'm not surprised, like watching it hasn't been surprising to me at all because not everybody has it, you know, not everybody has that risk aversion and you always did. So I think that that's really cool. It's been really awesome Thanks. watching you do that. Speaking of that, then I wanted to know, we wanted to know what advice you would give women who have an idea like you had that they're super passionate about, but perhaps they're battling the typical, unfortunately, very regular limiting beliefs around taking the leap into entrepreneurship because they're women, you know, what would you say to somebody like that? Just do it. There's, there's no perfect time. There's no perfect moment. There's never going to be a time where you're like, I have so much money. I'm just going to invest it all into my business, whether it works or whether it doesn't like you just, and and find something that you absolutely love to do. Cause if you're putting everything into something that you're kind of like half about, you're not going to adore it as much as something that, and work for it as much as something that you're so freaking passionate about and there are limiting beliefs even as an entrepreneur owner you go through stages where you feel really really good and then you go through stages where you don't really know what's going on and it's scary and it's difficult because you being an entrepreneur owner is being an entrepreneur is very isolating at times because not a lot of other Mm. people can understand your specific what you're going through. But if you have something that your heart has been reminding you again and again and again and again, you just have to do it because that's not weighing on you for no reason. And the universe isn't going to send you something that you can't handle. And maybe, yeah, you're going to go through hard times. You're going to go through those moments of limiting beliefs. We all go through that we're ebb and flow. We're human. 
let your passion, let your vision, and let your biggest dream that you could possibly dream be the standard that you want to set for yourself. And you will be amazed at what kind of doors open and opportunities come flying at you when when you're receptive to that and you're working towards that. Oh, yes. Yes. Just do it. Do the things (laughs) until it's all figured out. I love that. I also saw something on um, Instagram. I forget when it was a couple days ago and I forget who said it. I might have to try and figure that out. But they were like speaking to limiting beliefs and saying like, you look up to your idols, right? And you're like, they can do anything, but they are still just human like you. (laughs) So like have the same belief in yourself that you think about in your idols. So it's kind of like exactly what you were saying. So I love that. We're going to take a little turn signal bleeper on and dive into some body talk. Is that, wait, is that your turn signals? That's my turn. You know, some are like tick, 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 tick. And then some of them are like, like a more of a flick, like more of a click. It's a tick or a flick. I don't, do those sound different? Is that a different noise? A tick, a tick is more like a tick, like what you were just doing. And then a flick is more like you're pushing a button. Oh. Instead of, anyway, moving on. All I can think about, you know what I think of? A tick is a very disgusting bug and a flick is what you do to that bug. Okay. Yes. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) This is how we get sidetracked. We could go. This is now a bug podcast. Okay. (laughs) When did you first become aware of your body? This is such an interesting question that we love to ask everybody and everyone's answers. If you've noticed are so different, but also very similar. Or they think that like, never mind, I'm just gonna let you answer. But like, we just love hearing everybody's (laughs) perspective on this. This is a really good question. And it's cool to think about. For me, I've I've always been in a smaller body. So for me, the first thing that people pointed out to me was how hairy I am. I'm half Guyanese, okay? I'm hairy. I have big eyebrows. I get the upper lip stash. Like, I've got hair on my arms. And I've been that way forever because that's, like, where I'm from. But I come from, like, northern Ontario where there's, I'm pretty sure I was the only Guyanese girl, half Guyanese girl growing up there. Um, So like I remember in grade three, kids were so mean. There was like Sasquatch, Yeti, like, oh yeah, kids were, kids were brutal. And the first thing people go for is your looks, obviously, because that's, so that was like the first time that I, I realized that your looks really played a part in how people are going to treat you. Um, But my body, body in... In grade nine, all my friends were getting their boobs, and I was, like, so excited to get my boobs, and they just never were coming in. And then, you know, the nicknames continued, like mosquito bites and tiny titties. And I think back to grade nine, like, boobs were so over-sexualized that I really, really equated having boobs with being a woman and, like, coming that passage, and my two best friends... Let's shout out Andrea and Julia. Oh, they both had like, they were like, we're ready for you. We're excited for you. And then then, my mom was like, don't worry. Like your aunt, she got them when she was like 19 years old. Yours will come in. Um, And then those never came in. So that was like, that that was a time that I really 
notice my body. And then when I was 15, like my first serious boyfriend used to tell me I have to go to the gym to work out because I was getting fat. So, and then, yeah. So, and then of course, like you just notice your body from there on out and there are lots of events. Um, But yeah, it started for me, like when I realized that looks, well, when I equated that looks were important was in grade three when everybody was picking on me for my Mm. Guyanese hair. People can be such dicks. Just such douche lords. I mean, your friends are sitting there. I'm like, we have just picture them like waiting at the titty gates being like, (laughs) welcome, cross the finish line. (laughs) It's so unfair. They're like D's in grade nine. And I was like, I couldn't even fill out an A. Oh, yeah. God God bless. God bless. Kids are so brutal. It's so interesting that almost every single guest we've had on has said, third fourth fifth grade like very elementary yeah which is like when you think about their babies like they're just kids and imagine mm-hmm. what life would be like if their trajectory like more companies like what you're building that's what they're seeing in the forefront uh growing up in the world of media because we didn't have that in the, that type of media when we were in that no. age that was just so what we're thinking yeah. now is just strictly on how p- humans treated other humans so yeah <laughs> i can't imagine how it's amplified now for kids yeah, well, in grade three, gosh, that's like 15 years ago, 14, 16 years ago for me. So back then, there was no diversity at all on TV. It was like blonde, blue eyes, like white mm-hmm. girl or like that. And that was it. And there was no hair. So I get why the kids were like, no. whoa, like she's hairier than the rest. But I'm excited for the future and for people like us and for people like the communities around around us to be changing what the standards of beauty are. Mm. It's our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely time. It's definitely time. I know that you and I have had some pretty candid conversations about this. I would even say extremely emotional <laughs> conversations about this. I'm very, very specifically remembering like one conversation we had a couple months back when you were really getting your toes wet into all this and trying to figure out what you wanted Saunders brand to look like and how you wanted that to meld into you and your brand and how to juggle the two and make them comprehensive and something that you felt comfortable doing. And we've chatted a lot about your apprehension to speak out on all things body image and body love because you've always, like you mentioned, been living in what's considered societally a smaller body. Where would you say you're at with that currently? Oh, right now I'm trying to educate myself as much as possible. I've, I've got a massive book list right now. I'm reading your body is not an apology and it's my my Bible. (laughs) So good. Um, I, I won't say that I'm not struggling with it because I'm, and AMQ, that conversation that her and I had had was in terms of the posed versus relaxed pictures. And, Mm -hmm. and so I'd seen some, I'd seen some people do that. And the first time that I saw that for me was like, whoa, I was like, yes, like this, this is that I can relate to that. That's me. And I've been that girl scrolling on Instagram, looking at all of these beautiful, like beautiful back at the time when my standard of beauty was that models and looking down at me and my roles. And like, I remember holding my stomach and just like 
hating myself for not looking like the way that those girls looked in pictures. Because, yeah, I'm thin, but I'm never, there's never a standard of thinness that you get to where you're suddenly accepted. I tell everybody, like, Kendall Jenner's photoshopped and she's the highest paid model in the Mm -hmm. world. And nobody, she doesn't work for people who don't photoshop her body kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, that was... That, that was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show girls that Instagram versus reality, it's not real. And I won't lie, I loved it. I had lots of people coming to me and saying, thank you. Like, thank you for this. I, I feel seen. I feel heard. And, and I was really enjoying that. And then looking into it more and reading into it more, that's not always beneficial for every community and everybody in the community. And for me, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to use my privilege to hurt people. Um, so I'm still in a kind of a limbo of trying to figure out where I belong because I don't want to take anything away from the body confidence and body positivity, body positive community. Those aren't the hardships that I've had to face. And I understand that. And I realize that. And I, and I, like I said, I have all the privilege in the world. I'm white passing and I'm thin. I I don't have, the only thing I need to be is male. Like, (laughs) so (laughs) I, yeah, I'm still I'm still figuring that out and I'm still trying to find what's the best way for me to be an ally and what's the best way to help people while helping everybody and being inclusive of everybody because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be like the 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 person that only thin people look up to. I want to be the people that I want to be a person that everybody can relate to or even not relate to, but at least I want to be the person that helps everybody, mm-hmm. which I know it's a big, that's, that's a big ask, but especially I want to be the person that helps women love themselves more and all women love themselves more. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, it's so, it's such a hard territory and you don't know until you start doing it. Like you said, I started doing it. I felt really good about it. And then I realized that, you know, there was this whole other avenue of, people and conversations to have but the fact that you were even open to having those is amazing I know that there was a lot of like the bodies that look like this also look like this so they kind of like fall in the same category of what you were saying you posted and I know as a person in a bigger body when I would see people that were thinner people I was like I still don't look like that so does that mean I'm even worse but I will say I know you want to help everybody and I feel like you're already doing that because of this beautiful legacy that you're building with Saunders Swim the way you show up in the world is just as you are. And that's still beautiful. That's still relatable because you are still creating such a beautiful business and beautiful platform for people to come to you and know that it's still, you're still a safe space for people to come and be their authentic selves and know that they're beautiful regardless. So I don't think, I don't want you, I mean, if you're still, I'm only saying this because you're you said you're still stressing about it, but you showing, you showing up as you are still gives people that, safe space to show up as they are and with the company you're building i mean the pictures and everything you're posting if you guys we're going to tag everything in the show notes obviously 
I told you as soon as I started seeing all of the branding and the reels come out, I was like, you have any idea? It is very rare for somebody to see themselves represented in a bathing suit line. Still, I mean, still, I love all of the things that are happening, but the fact that you are doing that and you're just like, yeah, I'm, of course, of course, this is who I'm going to have in my world and in my business. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. So don't doubt yourself. Uh, don't doubt yourself. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, how would you, speaking of that, what is one word that you would use to describe your <laughs> current relationship with your body? Tricky. Take a minute to think. We can play Jeopardy music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right now, right now I'm in a weird spot with my body. Right now I'm, uh, confused. That would be my one word, how I feel about it, because I'm, (laughs) I'm mad that I'm mad. Yeah, I'm confused how I feel about my body. I'm mad that... I, so, so, okay, sorry. Let me give you some backspace because this isn't going to make sense. Tell it, it. tell it. Let's hear this. I already love the honesty that's about to come. So go for it. (laughs) So a couple weeks ago, one of my girlfriends said, I said, oh, I love your stretch marks. And I do. I love stretch marks. I don't have very many on my body, but I love them on other people. And I said, oh, I love your stretch marks. And she said, you wouldn't love them if you had them on you. And it's, and yeah, you're right. I don't live with them. And I've not lived with something that society has told me is a flaw my whole life. And I'm on the other side of that. I look at it as like, I'm like jealous that I don't, I'm jealous of people for their stretch marks because they're, they're beautiful in my opinion. And that, you know, made me think and made me sit back. And, and then I was mad at my body because I, I'm not in a space where I can talk on having a lot of cellulite or a lot of stretch marks or, you know, you can't see it on me. You can't see what and what society calls flaws. I don't have a lot. I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm perfect. (laughs) But like, I don't I don't I just don't have that on my body. Doesn't mean I don't I haven't hated my body with everything in me before, but you can't see it when you just look at me. So I'm in like this weird, I'm in like a, you know, you're, you're not, you're not full of stretch marks and cellulite and you're a thin body, but like, you're not, you're never going to be thin enough to be Mm. that standard of beauty. So I'm in a weird space with, not that I want to be that anymore, ever. Like that's not my standard of beauty at all anymore um but I'm at a weird spot in my body where I just feel like it's not (laughs) it's not getting not getting me where I want to go but I feel like the way that I look is holding me back from what I want to do in a different way okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pipe in here because we've had this conversation I have to. And I'm so glad you brought this up. I knew you would. And if you didn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad that you brought this up because we talked about it. Like when we have you on the pod, I definitely want you to talk about this. And a word that I think you and I have both used is when maybe even, maybe not outwardly, but speaking to each other about this is that sometimes you feel as though when you're showing up in this space and doing this work 
and learning to love your body and encouraging other human beings to love their body in every size, shape, and season, sometimes you feel as though you don't have the authority to do that if you don't look like X. And if you really think about how messed up that is, it's so shitty that it's like, you can't win. It's exactly what you said. You really can't win. It's like, who says that you can't speak on feeling comfortable in all the ebbs and flows that your body has if you don't have stretch marks, right? But then somehow in some way, because we've put ourselves in this space where we do see all of these beautiful, empowering women owning their bodies, and yes, they a lot of them happen to have those, then now all of a sudden you're like, oh, what I say isn't as important because I don't have those. And I just want to say, as someone who does have a lot of stretch marks and only recently has learned to own them, that I think it's even more impactful that you even mm -hmm. notice that you are like, how can I understand and hold space for someone who lives in this body because I don't give a shit what creams you try and sell me, what procedures you try and tell me, what plastic surgeon you hook me up with. I have spent a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy trying to get rid of these things and they don't go away, okay? It's just no matter what, you know? Unless you're gonna remove all of my skin like a freaking cannibal whoa, and then put whoa, a new freaking whoa, skin back. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen, but it's true. Right. And I think that you recognizing that, that that's even something that other human beings are struggling with is really impactful because I have had a lot of situations where, <laughs> where the opposite of what you said happened and somebody has pointed at my thigh when I'm sitting on a freaking chair on a patio already my thighs are sweating and attached to this rubber ass chair and someone is like what's that and they're like pointing at a cellulite dimple and I'm like bitch please are you kidding like that is so insensitive and they're a woman too you know so I think that just you recognizing like okay, I don't have these, but there are other human beings that this is their reality, I think is really impactful. So I, just like Becca said earlier, you're already making a difference. And I never want you to feel like because you look a certain way or you don't look a certain way that you're not empowering people because you just, mm -hmm. you just are, mm -hmm. you just are. It's just facts. Thank you, so ladies. You know oh my God. I love you guys. <laughs> 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 okay. So Tick, 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 whatever the heck I did. <laughs> back, 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 swerve. But but um, we're going to switch up the, uh, take it from heavy to a little light here. We are going to ask you about your ideal Merce day. So we want to know where would you be? What would you be doing? Who would you be with? Like, what would that look like for you? Okay, we are... I am surrounded by all of my girlfriends. We all have amazing books. We're poolside. I don't care where, somewhere where it's 35 degrees. The sun is blue. <laughs> the clouds are puffy. There That's like are... 100 degrees for you, Beth. I, I know that math now. My, Fahrenheit, my fellow Fahrenheit friends, they're Celsius, so Google that. <laughs> 
and I would be having drinks served to me by a handsome man in like a and like a silver platter and like a suit and and we would just all be reading and we would just kind of like look at each other and say how's your book good and then we just go back to reading and that's it that's all you need <laughs> that's our that's our whole day <laughs> That sounds like a beautiful day. Nice and simple. Oh, yeah. Quiet, relaxing. We we just have a really peaceful day by the pool. Birds are chirping. <laughs> uh, I'm there. I'm there right now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Like, how, like, we look at each other and we are just like, how's your book? <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> Going back to read some more. Like. That's just so nice, though. Like, just a checkout of the world, just in your own little world. I love it. Yeah, that's it. I feel like I need to re-answer this. When you first asked me this, AMQ, and I, like, pulled in Oprah, Lizzo, I just really... Yeah, but no, 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 no. But, but Becca got, like, she was like, okay, so, like, can I split up my day into morning... Brunch time, <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> evening, and night. And I was like, I guess so. Like, shit. Like, she just they went really for it. I was like, I guess. They really did. But Fine, as we geez. as we asked this question, I'm like, well, that would be nice. That would be part of my ideal thing, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So here's kind of a... Yeah, we'll ask yeah. again. Here's kind of a heavy question, <laughs> I feel like, because it's just such a, a beast of a question. But how would you want to be remembered? <sighs> That's a great question. I I want to be remembered as someone who changed the world. I want to change the world. I want to, I literally want to set the new standard of beauty. And I want people to remember this like five, two girl who just came as a force and said, this is not the way things are gonna be anymore and created this community, this massive community of people and inspired them and connected them, not created the community because the community is already there. I just wanna amplify the voices in the community that have helped me so much and changed my world like they did. And, and, and somebody who traveled all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, that do there. it by traveling. Do it by traveling the world. Yeah, yeah but I do. I, I don't care if I'm famous, but I care if I've made a difference at the end of my life. Mm. Well, you already are, boo. So just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks, girlfriends. True. It's my Angelou, right? That said, oh. people won't remember like what you look like or what I'm going to, I'm going to mess up that quote, but it's like how you made them feel. Yeah. And I think that that's, you, you started this by saying that you wanted every human who puts on a Sondra swimsuit to feel seen and included. And so I think that you're doing a really mm -hmm. good job already. Thank like, you. So another really, not, not really heavy question, but a big question. So it's an exciting time for you. We're recording a couple of days before Sondra launches, but by the time this hits the podverse, Sondra will have already launched. You've gone through a pre-sale that went ridiculously <laughs> successful, like beyond, I'm sure, what you could have planned. Yeah. Um, 
it's a crazy time for Sonder. It's an exciting time for you. So what are you looking forward to in the next month, in the next year, in the next years? So in the next month, I am so excited to officially launch. It's it's crazy that it's only been like six months of planning, but, and I have total imposter syndrome. Like what? This is actually <laughs> happening right now? Did, did, did this happen? Who did this? <laughs> Was it me? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but I'm so excited to launch. I'm so so excited for the influencers that we're working with to receive their suits. We've got a couple who are going to be getting some gifted ones and they're just people that I wanted to align myself with so badly and to see them um, being receptive to it and open to it was just amazing. In the next year, can I say it? Can I tell them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell them? Yeah, yeah. It's you're the one who tells them. You're the one who decides. It's not us. I was like, I'm like literally on the edge of my seat. Literally. <laughs> we can't decide. We can't say it. You have to say it. So I am so excited to be coming on as I Got You Booze major podcast sponsor. Woo! Um, so excited. I'm so excited. When we started talking about this back in January and we were just floating yeah. the idea around, like AMQ was like, I think we want you on the pod. And like, I was just crying instantly, <laughs> like crying. And I was like, I know this is supposed to happen. And I cannot be more excited to link arms with two people like you who inspire and empower and you know challenge the standards and amplify the voices and I I am just so excited to be linked up I'm crying stop I'm gonna cry I accidentally (laughs) looked at AMQ's screen I knew I shouldn't have looked at it (laughs) oh now I am oh my god I'm so bad at like, it just comes so quickly. And then, and then the tears, like they, it becomes too much. And then my eyes and can't handle just... it. I'm trying to be like, breathe. I'm like, I need a fan. Like somebody, need, I need like one of those like handheld fans so the tears just go sideways so nobody can see them. Andrew's just here, just like with a fan in front of you. Andrew's him. getting rained on. Like, why are you so rainy in the house? Oh my God. I was like, just look at Mercedes. Just look at Mercedes. Then I just glanced up. I was like, I should <laughs> So yeah, I'm so excited for that. That's going to be season two and I'm excited for the things that we're going to do together. And in the years to come, like I'm most excited to see what this brand can do for the world. One of one of my best friends, oh, I'm going to cry again, but one of my best friends, when I told her that I was doing this in January, I said, I need you to model for me. And she said, no way. She was like, I will never. She was like, there's no way. And we just did a shoot yesterday, and she was in a bikini for the first time in her life. So, oh my god! Wow. See, and you're and you're worried about if you are making it if we're like showing up. Look at the lives that you're changing already, and like when you're changing the lives of the people in your inner circle first. Imagine, just imagine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Oh god, this is so. We really went. Uh, holy <laughs> shit, we're a mess. Give me while I wipe my face with my leopard print blanket. 
How much more AMT could this I just, get? I just grabbed a sports bra. <laughs> It's full oh of sweat. My. I just whip. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> We're good. It's fine. It's all fine. Blooper <laughs> reel. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're okay. Oh, oh no, I can't stop. I know. So yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm blessed that this is. This is my purpose, and I'm so excited to see where this is going to go and the things we're going to do and the women that we're going to connect with, you know, I know it's my company, but this is, I see all of my people succeeding in it. I see all of my people being brought into it. I see the teams that we're going to make. I see, you know, one day I want to do it. And I got you boo slash on swim retreat somewhere. Yes! Like, uh, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what this does for the world and for me. And when I started this back in February, I hadn't really realized it, but I hadn't realized it at the time, but I need this brand just as much as anybody else does. And I, I need what these women are teaching. I need what I'm preaching and I, I need it for myself. So it's going to be a learning process. It already has been a big learning process, but I'm excited and I'm grateful for this opportunity and to have such incredible people by my side and support me through this. And yeah, I haven't stopped crying. <laughs> ah, so the best, it's like, it's like once you pop the fun, don't stop, right? That's just, yeah, just we, the, the floodgates have been opened up and now we're all feeling our feels, especially because I can only imagine how when you're launching a company, how you're just like, go, go, go. We'll figure out, we'll figure out. And then when it does it, you're like, oh wait, it's like really happening. AMQ and I have had those moments too. And so we, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So we're really like on Spotify. Like it's, it's kind of a huge deal. So <laughs> that was the funniest thing in the world. Like playing our, like me and Becca got into, like, I don't, I had nowhere to go, but Becca would be going to work. She, she played the very first episode in her car. She's like, is it weird that I'm listening to us in our, in my car on the way to work? <laughs> I was like, no, I went downstairs into my car in my parking garage to turn us on. Just like hearing you like, you're like, oh my God, like we really, we really said that. So it's just, it's just amazing though, to be able to link arms with you. We are so excited for all of and season two. And we're going to explain that in a sec here, but that'll be our housekeeping segment. We couldn't be more honored to wear Sonder. Are you kidding? This is going to be, I'm going to oh. twerk my ass off in, get these, get these at, at the, the Jersey, Jersey Shore? Shore. Yes, I'm going to just... <laughs> it's like traveling with Sonder. Like, where, where where in the world is the twerk bottom happening now? Like, that's what it's going to be. We're just going to see how many beaches we can twerk on in Sonder. I think... I feel like that would be trendy. That'd be good. I love it. I love it. In, like, 10 years, Becca, I'll just do a reel of all of the twerk sessions in all of the different places, and it'll just be you going, and I'm going to Yes. Oh my gosh. So the best is yet to come for you. And I am so honored and blessed that you came on the podcast. We have loved speaking with you. You are just such a light in this world and you are just going to keep beaming. 
through Sonder and through just whatever you speak about, because I always watch your stories or I go to your page when I, or Sonder's page, when I just am like not really feeling myself or I'm having one of those tough body days. Like, I hope you know that like your page and Sonder's page are pages that I go to when I need that wake up call. So thank you for being you. Thank you. And we're just so excited. So excited. <laughs> so excited. We're like really good at keeping secrets when it comes to guests and stuff. But now we've decided like for one of the, one of the things we're going to work on in season two, which we'll discuss is that we're not going to just like hold a secret from the boo crew. Cause my favorite is when people DM us, like, I think it's this person. Is it this person? Confirm or deny. And then I'm like, why do we even do this? Why do we not tell like, well, I know that personally it started because I'm so superstitious. And if I spoke on it, then it wouldn't happen. So I was like, okay, like I'm really, I want to share my excitement with you guys. And I'm totally not being one of those like vague assholes, but also I am because I'm scared. It's fear-based guys. Just roll with me here. Okay. So I can't wait to just fuck it. No more. Shout it from the rooftop. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. <laughs> fuck it bucket. <laughs> yeah, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Exactly. This is who's coming next week. This is who's on. And it's been like that with Sonder though. Like we've had to like, had to just be like, okay, he's not gonna say anything yet. Okay, it's just wait. So for to to talk about the season two thing, I think it's really important to point out that me being the Enneagram eight total control freak that I am, I just would, I would much rather just be podcasting every single week consistently for the rest of my life forever and ever and ever and ever without a break. But what Becca and I, Becca mentioned this is that we've, what we've noticed is that this community that we're building is so supportive beyond, beyond our wildest dreams. And Y'all want stuff from us and we can only do so much as human beings. And there's a lot that goes into podcasting that we didn't know. Guys, we sure? had no idea. We took no. an IG live to a podcast. Yeah. We had no idea. Like, we got these microphones and we were like, we're good. We don't need anything else. This is all we need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get matching microphones. So cute. Let's get this cute yep. little skin. That's purple. Oh my God. Done. So on brand. Done. We thought we were good. But we, I just love that about the community that we've built though, because this has taken on a life of its own and you are all the reason for it. Boo Crew, we love the connection that we've made with you all. We love when you slide into our DMs. We just love the conversations that have been happening and um, we want to be able to serve you in the best way possible. And that escalated so much more. It's not even our half birthday yet. And we just need time to be able to, yeah. don't worry. We're going to still be recording. We've recorded, it's been one week of summer yeah. break for me. And I think we already have like four or five episodes that we've, we have in the tank. Yeah. So the recording isn't going to stop, but we need to just refocus our energy on all of the things, including getting ourselves set up with Sonder. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So like, it's all the, it's all the, you know, stuff that we're afraid of, right? It's like the serious stuff that makes it real. Um, and it's not super complicated, but y'all are like, we want, I got you boo pop sockets. We want, I got you boo crop tops. And we're like, cool, it's, we're going to do it. Like, so we just, we just need to do all the behind the scenes stuff to figure it out. So we're going to have a few weeks off after our half birthday, which is still not here, but it'll be soon. So just, we're just letting you guys know, cause you're going to start hearing a little bit more bread coming about a season one coming to an end and a season two. Becca and I didn't even really like, 
I had no idea you could do that with podcasts. <laughs> Becca did because she listens to podcasts that have seasons. Apparently, I listen to podcasters who, like me, just don't like stopping. <laughs> and I've never listened to a podcast with seasons. So I'm like, what do you mean you can do seasons? Like mm-hmm. shows? She was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I've never heard of that in my life. So we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it. We'll take a little seasonal break. Seasonal break while we keep working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it'll look like to you guys, you'll be like, oh, Thursday morning, nothing. Thursday, boring. But then, but yeah, we'll don't worry. You have, a, you have a few more weeks so. with us. This is not it. This is not it. The best is yet to come. We're going to come into season two like a brand new bitch, boo. We're going to come in with all of the new things. It's going, I am so excited for what's to come. Like you said, it's like, let's clench our buttholes and just do the things. Because if oh it makes gosh. your butthole tight, that means you should be doing it. Becca's <laughs> <laughs> life. Death. Think about it. Makes your butthole tight. I clenched just even uttering those words that we were going to be doing things and doing all these new things. So, yes. So excited. It's a lot. Oh, I need a deep exhale. We're so grateful yes. to you, Merce, for, for being here, but then also seeing seeing Sonder in us or seeing us in Sonder both, yeah. right? I think that that's really, really cool. And we super appreciate it. And I know that Becca and I have talked extensively about this, that, you know, brand partnerships are an interesting thing because when you're new at something, you want to take what's presented, right? You're like, I'm going to take it. Of course I'm new. Like, oh my gosh. And then we've had some like weird shady things happen. And we're like, that's a no, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's just no. But with Sonder, it's like all of the, like those flashing green lights. Like it makes so much sense because it's who we are. And we're just, we're just glad that Mm -hmm. we waited and that our first official sponsorship is something that makes so much sense for everyone. Truly. Yep. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) You've been, I love listening to your episodes. I absolutely love, you guys crack me up. You make me cry. You (laughs) build me up. You remind me of the real, you, you know, you're vulnerable and, and it touches people in a way that's going to help them and help them grow. And I, there's literally nobody else on this earth that I would want to be sponsoring as my first, as our first official sponsorship. And I'm so excited for us to grow together. Yes. The best is, I have just feelings this time next year, we're going to be looking back at this episode and being like, oh my God, remember when we talked about this? Like being a potential, it's going to be Ben's on. Been done. Yes. Been done. Yeah. Done. And I just am going to run to the border when they let us in. <laughs> yeah. Whatever these, whatever these rules are figured out. I just need to, Toronto apparently has where all of the things and all of the people are. I'm just going to go there. One way ticket. Bring that Murphy bed down. I'm coming over. <laughs> I'll just bring a bag in Bruno, like in like, Legally Blonde. Yeah. But Bruno in a bag. I mean, Bruno in the bag. Oh my God. All right. Well, like we just said, the best is yet to come. We are going to link all things Sonder and all things Mercedes in our show notes for you guys to check out. I'm sure you're going to see, oh, because we've shared them on our stories so much that you're going to be like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. It'll all it'll make, make sense. sense. All the dots will be yeah. connected. But as always, Slide into Mercedes DMs, slide into Sonder Swim. We're going to put the link for Sonder Swim also, uh, their website, so that you can go and shop and check it out because by the time this comes out, you'll be able to do that. How crazy. Ah, so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And 
What else do we say at the end of every episode, Becca? <laughs> this is now just an on, this is a joke now. <laughs> this has now become a joke. So I, I need, I need a, a post-it to remember this because I can't believe I've been saying it for six months and I still don't remember. <laughs> this is like the real, we're highlighting the real here. So Becca likes to talk about if you have any comments that can't be put into a, an Instagram DM because Instagram limits you to send us an email at hello, hello with three O's at I got you And of course, if you love what you heard today, if you love our vibe, rate, review, share, and subscribe. You got, you're doing, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. We have a few more weeks wrapping up season one and we have so much more deliciousness to come. So we will see you next time. I got you, boo. Kate, thanks. Love you, buddy. <laughs> yes. Hey, Boo Crew. Visit Sonderswim.com and use the code BooCrew at checkout and save 15% off your purchase. That's Sonderswim.com, S-O-N-D-E-R, swim.com, and use the code BooCrew at checkout to save 15% off your next purchase.